This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Subscribe to Astrocast. Joined by Justin Verlander. Lance McCullough. Michael Brantley. Tons of interviews. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa. Follow your favorite team. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute For the H. Astrocast is poured for you by Carmock Brewing. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros General Manager James Click before the Astros wrap up this series with the Angels here at Minute Maid Park. And uh, this is the time of year, James, where you're always kind of holding your breath, especially, I mean, the Astros haven't clinched anything at this point, but in a very good spot leading the division uh, here with, with just a few more weeks to go. But you're hoping you get everybody healthy, and I'd imagine and it looks like he's going to be okay, but when you see Michael Brantley leave the game in the fourth inning yesterday, you're thinking, uh-oh, what now? But And you're hoping that, that there's nothing nothing significant here over the next few weeks. Yeah, you, you, start, you, know, you start getting worried there's a lump in your throat. You start sweating a little bit, and then you realize that if you start those, then you have to report COVID symptoms, and you might actually not be able to go downstairs. But no, in, in all seriousness, um, he's fine. Uh, just a veteran guy who you know just felt a little something in there on the right side of caution. Um, you're absolutely right. Like we are in a, a good position right now. Obviously, you know some missed opportunities along the way. I would like to be even further ahead of, of the division. Uh, but you know, given the position that we're in right now, we are going to try to balance clinching you know, early and effectively with also making sure that we are 100% healthy going into the postseason. And obviously a lot depends on, on when you clinch and how things are looking at that point. Uh, you know, there's still an outside shot perhaps at, at at least having or getting the best record over the Rays uh, for the American League, which obviously would give you home field uh, at least through the, the ALCS potentially. And also you're kind of battling with the White Sox there for that second seat as well. And whoever gets that will host a a division series how much does that that factor in at all when you when you think about how much you want to push things even after a potential clinching scenario uh, at, at this point i think we're a little far out for those kind of things to, yeah. to really be entering into your mind the focus right now honestly is just it's, it's winning today if if we start counting numbers if we start looking at the standings too much if we start getting focused on what everybody else is doing we are going to lose our focus on what we need to do so we're doing everything we can to just focus on winning today uh we know what the schedule looks like for us over the next 21 games uh we have the opportunity to to do what we need to do and take care of our own business and we just need to do that and focus on on what's right in front of us and obviously what's going on with the astros is most important to you but how much do you scoreboard watch or at least keep an eye on you know what oakland and seattle are doing the two teams right behind the astros in the division it's really hard not to yeah uh, you know it's um I, w- I would love to say that that we just tunnel vision on on our <laughs> right. game um but inevitably this time of year in september and in october you you end up doing it and and look this is this is the fun part this is why we sacrifice what we do in this game this is this is why we're uh doing the things that we're doing is to to get into these situations so you know i i would like not to but i'm a human being and and so yes i do (laughs) uh good news with both zach granke and taylor jones uh both are able to be around the team and work out as a matter of fact taylor jones was sitting on the field just a moment ago uh zach granke he's going to start on tuesday 
uh, in Arlington. Obviously, that's really good news. Uh, what's the latest on, on Taylor Jones, and are you hoping to get him into some games here soon? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we're just continuing to try to get him back in shape as much as we are prepared for these quarantine situations and trying to keep guys in shape. You hear Taylor Jones talking about throwing a ball against a pillow. Uh, you know, I'm, that, that helps keep you in shape, yes, but there's no substitution for getting out, taking batting practice, uh, getting out in the field, taking some ground balls from Joe Espada and the guys. So uh, we need to go through that, just make sure this thing is 100% behind him, and then we'll decide where to go from there. It's a little different. Uh, with a veteran like Granke as opposed to a younger player like Jones because they basically missed about the same amount of time being quarantined uh, because of, of COVID-19. You know, Granke obviously, it, no one's dealt with a pandemic situation like we are now, but Granke certainly has been around a little bit. Does that kind of change the calculus in, in terms of his readiness? It's more about the pitcher versus the position player, but okay. the age definitely plays into it. I mean, you saw Kyle Tucker come back almost immediately uh, recently, and um, Grinky <laughs> was was pretty adamant that he could have started uh, on, on Friday, the first day that he was eligible, but with the way the rotation was and just wanted to make sure that, that he was 100% and, and was ready to go and could put us in a good position to win, we decided that the prudent thing to do was to wait until Tuesday. Uh, Jason Castro's been working out. I know he was catching a bullpen earlier today, uh, trying to come back from that right knee injury. First of all, uh, I know you know there was talk about second opinions and things like that. I have to feel pretty good, I would think, if you know Castro's been doing stuff, uh, you know, considering the way things were looking when he initially went on the IA. Yeah, no question. Uh, unfortunately, the second opinion confirmed the first opinion, and and so that led to the progression that we're on right now. Uh, we anticipate he'll go out uh, and, and get a couple rehab games in, and once that's done, and he feels confident that he can go out there and catch, he should be active very soon once again joined by Astros general manager James Click before the Astros play the rubber game of their series uh, with the Angels. Got a couple of pitchers, Pedro Baez, Rafael Montero, who have been on the injured list for an extended period here. Uh, what's the latest on, on those two? Uh, Rafael is going to start throwing flat grounds here soon, and we'll kind of see how the body responds at that point. Um, this is you know, a, a tricky little situation where we just kind of have to see how he responds and, and work on our progression at that point. Um, Pedro was talking to the uh, the trainers the other day, working out a calendar on exactly, you know, his comfort level of throwing 150, 200 feet. You know, he likes to throw to those distances before getting off a mound. So uh, we're working with both of them. Um, there's not a lot of information right now beyond that. We're just going to kind of see how the bodies respond. Is it, uh, is it, to, is it, to, it sounds like, neither of them are being shut down there's a possibility that we could see one or both of them before the season ends depending oh, yeah. on how they progress yeah absolutely no there, there's no there's no shutdowns right now this is um we're, we're just we're gathering information at this point uh good news with uh, another pitcher Forrest Whitley uh Astros top pitching prospect and uh he had Tommy John surgery in mid-March during spring training and he's down in, in, in Florida at West Palm Beach obviously going through his progression so that's certainly encouraging. Yeah no question um, and, and it's always tough when you look at West Palm Beach and you realize how much talent um, is down there rehabbing it's you know you've got him you've got Pedro Leon you've got uh, up until recently Jeremy Pena just these are the inevitable bumps and bruises that, that we go through over the course of, of a season but um, for, for somebody as talented as Forrest uh, to start getting back out there throwing the baseball working through that progression Progression. Uh, as much it is, as it is fairly standard these days with, with Tommy John, we still have to go through it. And, and every time you get through one of those gates, it's always encouraging. Would, would it be possible for him to have a quote-unquote normal offseason? Probably not. And, okay. and this, is, this is one of the things that, that you've um, – 
you hear from pitchers from time to time. If if a guy has the surgery at a certain date, uh, you know, it's a, it's a 12 to 14 month rehab, and it right. is 12 to 14 months of rehab. It is not you know rehab for six months, take a couple months off, and then pick it back up again. And so, some of these guys, I've been around guys who are finally fully cleared in say like August or September or something like that. And they have talked about how they were looking forward to just having a normal offseason at that point. But, um, look, he's, he's obviously doing very well, um, and he's, he's working through it, and he's fighting through it. But there are a lot of steps that we need to go through to get that thing fully healed and back uh, where he needs to be. You mentioned Pedro Leon. He got hurt uh, in late July, fracturing his left pinky. So he's down in West Palm Beach now. What's the latest on him? Yeah, he's he's hitting again, um, which is looking really good. And so we're just determining kind of what the next steps are about, you know, when to get back into game action and things like that. But all the reports so far have been very positive. Uh, you know, talking about normal offseason and, of course, nothing about the, the past year plus or so has been normal. And uh, last year there was no Arizona Fall League. Uh, instructional league was a lot different. Uh, most teams did something, including the Astros, but it was a lot different. Uh, is it looking more like kind of a, a normal offseason in terms of when you think about minor leaguers with Arizona Fall League? Looks like that's going, that's a full go, and, and instructional league uh, going to look more like what we're used to seeing? Yes, more like we're used to seeing, although not exactly. The, okay. the minor league season is going longer this year than or later this year than it has in the past and so that changes the calendar for things so we will have a, a short instructional league about two weeks um, I was talking to Jason Kanzler the other day our hitting coordinator and he was asking if I was going to be able to get down there um, it's it's in late September early October and I told him I'm hoping that I'm going to be a little bit busy <laughs> yeah. um, up here um, but this is the you know the walking and chewing gum at the same time of, of these kind of jobs where we have to focus obviously on the big league team and what it is trying to do in late September early October, but we all are also trying to get the instructional league going to get the benefits of getting those guys some instruction, getting them in there, just seeing how they're doing before they all disperse for the offseason. You mentioned two weeks for instructional league, so that's shorter than, than normal, and, and is that in part because, as you mentioned, the minor league season's going into the end of September? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's almost entirely because of that. Normally, the minor league season is up in early September, and that gives you a lot more time, but just with as long as this season has been, with everything that everybody's had to deal with, with everything that we've all gone through, the rest uh, of the offseason, the, 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 the relief, the, the take a deep breath, that kind of aspect of things, there's huge value in that. Uh, Luis Garcia pitched yesterday. He's one of, you know, a pitcher probably uh, that's being watched the, the closest uh, because of the, the ramp up in innings. And uh, he hasn't thrown more than 90 pitches in the start. I believe it's been 10 starts in a row now for him uh, in that regard. And uh, going five innings yesterday, are you guys pretty pleased with how that program is going with him in terms of uh, you know, maybe conserving some innings and some pitches and that, that hopefully he'll be able to pitch deeper into October because of it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a, a real uh, testament to our, um, our sports science group, our sports medicine performance group of designing a program to taper him back a little bit, not skipping starts just to artificially get the innings limit down, but really keeping an eye on what we mean by workload, what we mean by stress on the body. And you can think of it almost like, um, you know, my mind goes to swimming because I, I was a swimmer um, growing up, but you, you taper before, you know, you ramp back up for a big meet. You can think of it the same way here, where you kind of shorten him up for a series of starts. And then over the next couple of starts, Dusty and I have talked about, okay, like now it's time to now it's time to hit go. Now it's time to hit the gas. And so we could hopefully see him starting to stretch out a little bit more and get a little bit more length in those starts. 
All right, James Click, Astros General Manager. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully you're watching a series win today. You know, I have to stop you right there because we have we've had this conversation every Sunday for the past five or six weeks, and we have not won a game on Sunday since July. And every time you end with, here, here's hoping we get a sweep or here's hoping we see a series win. We have to say something different, Robert, because it hasn't been working for all of August and September. All right, we'll do this. We'll do this again. This is going to be be live or as live as this is. All right, Astros General Manager James Click, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, it's a good ball game today. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> and Altuve hits it in the air, pretty deep to left. Going back is LaCastro at the wall, looking up. See you later. 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 Astros winning in the bottom of the night. This is the Houston Astros. And it's deja vu all over again. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.